We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast what's up packers fans and welcome back to another episode of the daily draft brought to you by badger state brewing i am your host the publisher of packer report ross uggleman today we're going to break down a back that many of you as Big Ten followers are probably very familiar with. That is Michigan running back Blake Corum. Very, very excited about Blake. I'm just going to rip off the Band-Aid and let you know, Blake is my RB1 for this class. I am not sure that it ends up that way, but as of right now, he has my top grade in this running back class. With that being the case, I think it only makes sense to just dive right into the pros Blake Corum is very, very explosive in the short area. He is quick. He's probably quicker than fast. And as we've seen with guys like Aaron Jones, though, I think in the uh, San Francisco game, many of us would have loved to have him uh, have the long speed to take that, that second half run to the house. Quick is, is probably better than fast, ultimately, at running back. Yes, they're the home run plays, but um, getting 12 yards instead of three is still a very important thing. And, and I think Blake Corum... Uh, can do that in the league, and that short area quickness um, is, is very, very evident. He catches the ball well. We saw that in the college football playoff. He is a useful receiving running back, and I, I really think that's important in this day and age in the NFL to be able to do more than one thing well, and, and, and he really can. I think uh, his ability to kind of naturally catch the ball, and, and I think it could go even beyond the screen game and the check down game. I think there could be um, you know, maybe not Christian McCaffrey level passing game stuff for him, maybe not a uh, specific stuff where he's put out wide or he's put in the slot and asked to win a matchup. But like what Aaron Jones has asked to do in the past game, I, I think uh, Blake Corum could be capable of that as as well as being effective in the screen game and not dropping the football when he shouldn't. Uh, I think he's got excellent vision. That's something that I definitely noticed and and something that's incredibly key the way that Green Bay blocks up the run game. When you are going to run a ton of split zone and a ton of wide zone, your running back has to understand how to cut back. And the number one thing um, with understanding how to cut back is, is, is really the ability to have that vision, the, the understanding of 
where your lane is because it might not be where the play is designed to the to the to the you know play side c gap it might be uh, a cut back to the b gap or to the backside a and 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 right out the gate and you've seen aaron jones do that a hundred times you have to pair that uh, vision with patience and that's another um, big time pro for me on blake quorum he is a patient running back um, not necessarily like the Le'Veon bell where you're sort of waiting and wondering if he's ever actually going to go but he does have patience and and um, i'll be interested to see how that works out at the nfl level you know the smaller guys the patient guys like can they see over their line that's something that we're going to talk about in the cons blake quorum not the biggest uh, running back in the history of football and and I will say this, you know, and, and, and again, this is sort of a spoiler alert or, or going, you know, to the end of the show, but I've got a late two and, and no running back inside my top 50. That won't change. I, I really believe that. I mean, um, especially with, with Jonathan Brooks not being able to, to test, um, I, I don't foresee any back entering my top 50 this year. So uh, if, if Blake Horn was 5'10 and a half, he'd, he'd probably be a late one or an early two for me. I mean, he'd be in my top 50. He's not. He's not a perfect prospect. That's why he gets a late round two grade. Um, elite change of direction. He will make you miss. And that's something that, uh, you know, Aaron Jones has done a decent job of. A.J. Dillon doesn't do at all. Um, I don't think Patrick Taylor does that very well. I, I really don't think Emmanuel Wilson does it at all. Uh, but he does have elite change of direction. He has the ability to cut and. Uh, again, when you're going to run wide zone, you're going to want run one split zone. Uh, the one cutbacks and a sharp cut is something that you really want in that spot, and something that Corm can bring is is yeah the jukes and, and and things like that, spin moves, open field, all of that's really fun. Uh, but that elite change of direction, and I think that Corm has that and kind of his compact size. Interesting to see how he runs the three cone and the short shuttle, uh, but on tape, really showing uh, elite change of direction. Quorum is better, and this is going to be important in Green Bay. It used to be protecting Aaron Rodgers. Now it's going to be protecting Jordan Love. He is a better pass blocker than he has any right to be at five foot eight. He is is really willing to step up in the hole and stone guys. And 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 he's not dominant. You know, he's not going to be, um, you know, one of the guys that's like, oh, when when you know Tony Romo has a uh, watch this replay, Jim. That's probably not going to be um, Blake Corm. Aaron Jones has done an awesome job at five foot nine with some pass pro stuff. I, I keep comping Corm to Jones. I, they are different backs. I do think Corm is a little bit more of an explosive athlete than Jones is, and I do think Jones is a little bit shiftier and able to kind of run with looser hips and looser ankles than than Blake. But I think Blake is a more explosive back. I am kind of comparing, though, their receiving ability and their pass blocking ability to be kind of in the same area because Aaron Jones is not a huge dude and Blake Corum is not a huge dude. And both are certainly adequate, I think, in the uh, the pass pro a part of football. And, and hey, if you can't protect Jordan Love at five foot eight and you have to be out there on rundowns, I don't know how useful you are if it's a dead giveaway that we're running the ball because you're in the game. You have to be able to protect the quarterback. And in Green Bay's case, that quarterback is going to be Jordan Love. Takes care of the football. Five total fumbles on 676 college carries. That's taking care of the football. When we're when we're at less than 1% fumble rate and actually quite a bit less than a 1% fumble rate on carries, that's taking care of the football. And one big, big thing with Blake Corum, and I am just talking about rushing touchdowns now. I'm not even talking about receiving touchdowns. 58 touchdowns. My man scores the football. And this is a guy who has split time. I mean, Donovan Edwards, if he would not have gone back to Michigan, would have been another third round 
grade for me. I mean, that's how highly I thought of Donovan Edwards. He's been split in time. So for him, uh, him being Blake Corum, to score 58 rushing touchdowns is impressive work. It, it really, really is. I mean, that's and, – and again, that, that and I keep going back to that Aaron Jones comp, and he's not – you know, if I had to make a comp, I wouldn't give you Aaron Jones, but Aaron Jones is another player where Green Bay – has this Adonis, this Titan, this ridiculous, uh, ridiculously shaped. Like if you just looked at AJ Dillon and pads, you would think, my God, he was just built to score touchdowns. He's okay in the red zone. He's not special in the red zone. He's not a special goal line back. Aaron Jones kind of is. Aaron Jones kind of has been. And you look at touchdown production from Blake Corum, it's another small back that just understands how to get in the end zone. Aaron Jones understands how to get in the end zone, and I see a lot of that from from Blake Corum. I think he is better at at scoring than he deserves to be for being five foot eight, two hundred eleven pounds. Uh, so an elite nose for the end zone. Cons. I've said it a billion times already. He's five eight. Okay. There are specific things that you're not going to be able or want to do with him in the league. If he was five ten and a half, two twenty, he'd probably get a late one for me or an early two. I wouldn't have him probably where I had like Bijan. Um, as a talent, but he would if he was five ten and a half, we'd be having a different conversation. He's a compact back um, that could lead to issues at, in pass pro. It had it didn't really at Michigan. I mean, he was fine, uh, but it could it very well could, and and it, it also could you you know lead to a lack of usefulness in short yardage, fourth and one, third and one. Um, if if he gets stoned in the hole, you know Aaron Jones could kind of slip off. I don't know if Blake Corum can do that. We'll find out, but. You know, you you, you kind of do then need a bigger back on the roster, whether it is for fourth and one. Because, by the way, as we saw in the NFC Divisional game, Jordan Love is not a good sneaker. And and part of that may be that, you know, Josh Myers and John Runyon aren't aren't that great at, at getting low. But I don't think Jordan Love is particularly good at the quarterback sneak. And having a back like Blake Corum, it almost like you almost have to then replace A.J. Dillon as well. Hey, friends. I'm sure you're all familiar with some of the hassles of finding game tickets at a reasonable price without all the headaches that go along with it. I've been on a bit of a roll lately as I went through one ticketing service that never sent me the tickets and I had to panically try to get a hold of somebody the day of the game. I had another service that didn't allow me to transfer tickets. So when I could no longer go to the Wisconsin Iowa game, transferring the tickets was extremely difficult. It was just all so frustrating. That was until I found Game Time. Game Time is so easy to use with a low price guarantee, event cancellation protection, easy to find tickets, and an even easier to use app. Game Time is the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, and they are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through emails and have those same panicky moments that I did the day of a game. So next time you're buying tickets, make sure you snag them using Game Time, stress free. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Packaday for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Packaday for $20 off. Oh, and Game Time is also a great way to buy tickets for a holiday gift. Just make sure to use code Packaday. Download Game Time today, last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Hey there. I'm sure you've heard a ton about daily fantasy sports, but I'm here to tell you that you've never experienced anything quite like prize picks. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions. Even more fun yet? 
Do you want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. I've had so much fun making Prize Picks a part of my daily fantasy sports routine. They cover all of my favorite sports, have a ton of variety and different options to choose from, and the player choices are immense. I even had a fun J.K. Scott selection the other day for the Chargers game. I recently had a big win on Saturday morning in a London game, and it just made the viewing experience so much more enjoyable. It's fun, it's exciting, it's easy, and there's a level of creativity and uniqueness about it that I really, really enjoy. So go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. You know, there needs to be somebody who's 5'11", 220, 5'11", 225. Like you need someone, unless you're going to really actually have a fullback, you know, you need a short yardage back if you have Blake Corum. Um, and, and I just, that's a negative. It's, it's not, it's not a death knell or he wouldn't be my number one back in this class, but it's a real thing. It's a real concern. Um, might not run a, a super great 40 time. You know, I mentioned, uh, you know, there's been two losses, playoff losses to the 49ers where Aaron Jones has had a super long play, but he's been kind of caught from behind or caught with an angle where, you know, maybe if he ran two tenths of a second better in the 40, uh, man, it might've been a second round pick. If he ran two tenths of a second better in the 40, maybe he scores. And, and maybe the Packers move on in those games. And um, I think you might get that with Blake Corum. We'll see. You know, we haven't been to the combine yet, certainly. Uh, we haven't seen what he's going to run. But I don't see elite long speed when I watch Blake Corum. Uh, and, and 41st most in, the, in, in college football with rushes of 10 or more yards. So that would kind of – those two stats would, would agree. 41st, there's a ton of running backs, okay? We've got – uh, you know, I don't know how many FBS teams, 120, 137. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know how many FBS, FBS teams there are. And each of those teams has multiple backs that touch the ball. So 41st, you know, ranking in the top 50 of explosive runs is fine, but it's not elite. It's not, you know, where you might expect to see a player that I rank as the top back in this class. You might, you might expect more explosive runs for me. You, you didn't have you know, some Lee wasn't top five, wasn't top eight, he wasn't top 10. He had enough explosive runs to be exciting, but that was not his calling card. He's not a home run hitter. What I do think he's going to be, he's a very, very effective NFL back. Moving to the Packers fit for Blake Corum. I think he's an Aaron Jones replacement long-term and a Patrick Taylor replacement in the short term. I, with, at his size though, I don't know how much you're going to have him running down on teams. And they did occasionally use Patrick Taylor on teams. But I think he could be a third down back. I think he could be a pass catching back. I think he can be a true change of pace back. And the, they didn't really love to hand it to Patrick Taylor. I don't know how excited they were to hand it to Emmanuel Wilson. You can hand it to Blake Corum all day long. I mean, you can he can be a true number two back. Now, do you want your number one back to be 5'9", 200, and your number two back to be 5'8", 210? I'm not, I'm not sure that you do. But in a world where... I think there's a decent chance next season is Aaron Jones's last in Green Bay. Now we've been saying that for a while, but I think it's certainly on the table. Um, I think he's the Aaron Jones replacement in the in, in the long term, and the the Patrick Taylor replacement in the short term. Not necessarily uh, on depth chart. I think if you take him where they'll have to take him, he'll probably be the number two back. But the AJ Dillon body type, I think, will need to get dealt with in the later rounds, or by bringing back Dillon, or by bringing in a Derrick Henry, or. Uh, you know, another bigger back and the Derrick Henry would be on the sort of extreme and 
kind of awesome side of things, but I think that type of, of body has to be on the roster if you're going to roster both Jones and Corum. And if they take Corum, they're not just going to cut Jones. I don't believe that would happen. Uh, as far as the thresholds, Packer people, what do the Packers actually generally want uh, at the running back position? They prefer guys, at least based on our our history, they want to come and say this, a 7.25 RAS or more. Uh, but they've they've kind of wiggled on that, you know. Uh, A.J. Dillon was a super freak athlete. Jamal Williams certainly was not. There were some lim- athletic limitations on Aaron Jones, as I just mentioned, about long speed. They have shown that they will sort of fluff running back the same way that they've done with tight end and and also linebacker. There are some spots where you never know. Uh, they prefer younger backs. They prefer their backs to be over 205 pounds. They are generally not interested um, in lighter backs uh, as well as Watch for that broad jump to be above 10. That's that's a big deal for Green Bay with running backs. They want that explosive ability and a broad jump over 10 feet generally, you know, kind of correlates to that. So pay attention to Corum's broad jump if you want him to be a Green Bay Packer. That is going to be a metric that they were will very much pay attention to. And him being 5'8 should have no uh, you know, put no ceiling on that broad jump number. Finally, my grade, as I mentioned, Blake Corum will have a late kind of weak second round grade for me. Uh, for sure, not a two, because I do think he's going to be a effective to highly effective NFL back in, in one way or another. And I'm good with that at the end of round two, where the Packers kind of took uh, A.J. Dillon. He's my number 58 overall player. We'll see, you know, kind of what happens with his athletic testing and just see uh, how viable he might seem. And as of right now, he's RB1. I will say. And, and I've kind of said this before, that he will lose out to Jonathan Brooks if I can get some sort of report that says Jonathan Brooks will not miss time as a rookie and, and maybe participate in some camp or some preseason. Uh, Jonathan had a relatively late ACL tear, and so that's sort of concerning. Uh, you know, In this day and age, I don't know how concerning ACL tears are for the long-term prospects of a player, but if he's going to miss half his rookie season, you know, I'm, I'm going to just sort of bump Blake Corum in ahead of him. All right, folks, thank you so much for hanging out with me for this prospect primer. A couple things. Follow me at Ross Uglum on Twitter, on X. Uh, Please find the link that is hopefully attached to the show description to purchase the pre-order of the Green Bay Draft Guide powered by Packer Report. That is something that directly supports us and is just awesome. As I mentioned myself, Jacob Morley, a bunch of really, really smart Packers people that have been paying attention to how the Packers actually go about their business. It's a very key deal. And as always, please like and subscribe right here to the Pack-A-Day podcast. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. And go Pack Go! Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.